This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Emmy surprises <laughs> on a night like no other. <laughs> when Jen Aniston couldn't put the fire out. That was crazy. What you didn't see on TV. Plus, we're celebrating with the big winners. You almost fell off that chair when you heard your name called. Oh, a lot of emotions happening. <laughs> I think we're at a point where you can actually say Shit's Creek won some awards. Then, from hazmat suits. The Emmys were saved. To at-home fashions. The best moments from inside the star's mansions. Yeah, we've been roommates since 1994. Listen, we knew this was going to be an award show like no other, but the pandemies took the virtual insanity to a new level. Records were set, and there were plenty of surprises, so let's go. The Emmy goes to Zendaya Euphoria. <laughs> Zendaya, Jennifer Aniston's jaw dropped when you won. She was cheering you on. How does that feel? Oh gosh, it means uh, it means so much to me. I think uh, every single, you know, woman in that category, I obviously admire immensely. Jen was thrilled for Zendaya, but if she needs a little consoling, hi Aniston, hi Pitt. There's always Brad. Yep, the Oscar winner was up for a guest star Emmy on Saturday. Brad Pitt as Dr. Anthony Fauci, but lost to Eddie Murphy. 
Jen was on site at Staples sharing this behind the scenes before going home for a mini Friends reunion. Look at this, Courtney Cox, Courtney's there? Yeah, of course I'm here. We live together. Uh, yeah, we've been roommates since 1994, Jimmy. But I Hello. thought that was, oh, I had no idea. Is, is, is this live TV? Hey. Unbelievable. Hey. Miss, Lisa Kudrow, you live there too? Yeah, where else would I live? Jen also shared a few Emmy night secrets, her pre-show mask, hairdresser touch-ups, and the after-party with her pups wearing pearls, Clyde and Sophie. Zendaya's win was a well-deserved surprise, but in our book, the 24-year-old deserves another award, Best Emmy Reaction. How are you because you almost fell off that chair when you heard your name called? I'm doing well. I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> what does this moment mean to you because you are now the youngest woman to win in that lead actress category? Oh, it's, I mean beyond I, I just I don't even know how to describe how I feel right now we've been there for Zendaya's incredible transformation jetpacking with her as a teenager and a decade before her edgy role in euphoria she was dancing and giggling in her first ET interview back in 2010 I did um, hip-hop dance um, which was a lot of choreography when I was about eight now to another historic surprise Shit's Creek! Shit's Creek! Shit's Creek! A record-setting nine awards tonight. Oh, yeah. Holy cow. I mean, to me, it means that the work that everybody has put in over six years has, you know, paid off royally. Dan Levy and his dad, Eugene, also become the first father-son duo to win Emmys in the same year. Daniel Levy, who took our show and brilliantly guided it. The best thing uh, about it is I get to work with my boy here, which is absolutely great. And I was gonna say there's a comfort level in the communication. This was Catherine O'Hara's second Emmy. Her last was 38 years ago when she and Eugene won as writers on SCTV. Does this mean that there will be some kind of return or maybe a movie? We went out on a good note, um, and it would take a really freaking good idea to top whatever just happened right now. Have you checked right your now, inbox, so... though? Because a couple people here may have sent a few right. ideas. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> TBD, we'll, we'll continue the conversation, I guess, tomorrow. And where's the guy in the hazmat suit who gave out all those awards? Did he just come to Canada? He came with a lot of awards up there. It was actually it was a, a lovely she. lady. It was a lady. And she's still here. Yeah. Yeah. The poor hazmat suit just completely fogged up, and I watched her panic before each award going out. Just trying to, like, clear the hazmat suit so that she could see her way to the podium. <laughs> she probably just partied with them all night. Today, we spoke with a hazmat guy stationed at Reese Witherspoon's house wearing one of 27 custom-made tuxedos from this costume designer. It's like a plastic pleather as you can see um, and we just did the two-tone with the shine to give you like the shawl collar of the tuxedo we wanted everybody to have a good laugh you know if you won or you lost you got to have a good giggle when they came and went no matter if you win or lose there's someone outside or in your home with an award so what did Carrie's face look like as you walked away this is Chris, Hello, Chris. in the hazmat suit Billy Porter and Rachel Brosnahan didn't win, but invited theirs in. Rami Youssef simply got a goodbye wave from his. <laughs> Pulling this off in a pandemic required a ton of coordination, 
130 video feeds from locations in 20 cities and 10 countries, the stars operating their own camera kits, well, most of them. My whole equipment didn't arrive. It's still stuck in the German customs. Other snafus? Wait, wait. Oh. Got it. This fiery moment with Jen and host Jimmy Kimmel had people sweating behind the scenes. Oh, oh. Shoot, hey. <laughs> that was crazy. Were people freaking out? Well, a little bit, but she, I mean, she handled it well. But people are definitely like, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> D-Nice, famous for his club quarantine on Insta, DJed the night in lieu of a live orchestra, but that wasn't all. It's D-Nice here with an Emmy delivery update live from the Staples Center. When I received the script where I was like actually talking, I don't know, I just, it was kind of surreal, you know? Like I was nervous until I played the last song. But did you get a chance to uh, like kind of mix and mingle at all? Yes, I did, you know, you know, I mean, I didn't talk to Zendaya much, but you know, just briefly, but social distance, of course we respected it. Safety first for the presenters too. Tracy Ellis Ross got a COVID test from her car on the way in. Jason Sudeikis got one on stage and the remote controlled exploding Emmy box kept a few winners safe. <laughs> RuPaul became the host with the most wins, and John Oliver got his fifth award in a row. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much. Could you tell by the weight of the box that you had won? No. It is a very heavy box, but I don't know if you can uh, see from this what I'm carrying in terms of upper body strength, but <laughs> everything is heavy past a certain point for me, so I had absolutely no idea. <laughs> so what was in the loser's box? A sparkling wine. What's that worth? What's the price? $28. $28 bottle of champagne. There weren't any consolation prizes for the cast and crew of Watchmen. The HBO limited series received 11 awards, the most of the night. Excuse me. This is so freaking weird. Leading lady Regina King is now tied with Alfre Woodard for the most acting Emmys won by a black actor. She was pretty much speechless. My brain, you know, kind of went blank. Thank you, Television Ca Academy, for um, <laughs> choosing me. Regina and fellow winner Uzo Aduba both used this moment to highlight social injustice. They honored the late Breonna Taylor on their shirts. When I saw my sister Uzo had on the same shirt, it just, it was a confirmation that um, this was right. As celebratory of a night as this is, Kevin, I didn't want to forget what's happening outside. Uzo won Outstanding Supporting Actress in a limited series for her role in Mrs. America. I'm not interested in another run that's viewed as symbolic. Uzo had one of the most candid reactions to hearing her name called. Uzo Aduba. Wow, mom, I won. Oh my God. Mom. <laughs> Mommy. Wait a minute. Where's your mom? Where's your mom? She's downstairs. Oh, your dog's in there too? Your dog's celebrating? That's my dog. He just wants everybody to know he's here too. You also have another big deal coming up. You're doing Friends, the Black Friends. Tomorrow night in the Zoom where it happens, Uzo joins an all-black cast for a table read of Friends. You are Phoebe, correct? Tell me about it. Yes, I mean, Sterling as well, you know, a bunch of great uh, talent. Sterling K. Brown will take on the role of Ross, and last night he presented the most coveted award of the night. The Emmy for Outstanding Drama Series goes to Succession. HBO's Succession took home seven Emmys, and check out Kieran Culkin nailing Big Brother Macaulay's Home Alone face. <laughs> the other big award of the night, the Governor's Award, which was presented by Oprah. 
He's my brother. And this year's Governor's Award recipient, Tyler Perry. This is uh, amazing. I didn't expect to feel this way. Overwhelmed by the magnitude of the moment, Tyler delivered a passionate speech about making it in Hollywood on his terms. My mother couldn't imagine me actually building my own door and holding that door open for thousands of people. Black people, white people, gay, straight, lesbian, transgender, diversity at its best. God bless you. Thank you. I'm so happy for Tyler. That is his first Emmy. Meanwhile, Ellen DeGeneres has 33, but all eyes were on Ellen today for a very different reason. There were allegations of a toxic work environment at our show. Her apology and changes after controversy. Things happened here that never should have happened. Then, Do you remember? it's the 21st night of September, and only we're with the legendary Earth, Wind, and Fire. We're like pinching our own, our own self. Plus, dressed down but still glam, we're with the stars showing off their Emmy fashion. One cannot skip the carpet. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. That is a sneak peek at Drew Barrymore's show tomorrow. She gets into a candid conversation with her good friend Gwyneth Paltrow. Wednesday, Drew has Stephen Colbert. And on Friday, she will reunite with her ex-husband, Tom Green, who Drew hasn't spoken to in nearly 20 years. Can't miss that. Meanwhile, Ellen kicked off season 18 today, and she addressed for the first time the accusations of a hostile work environment. There were articles in the press and on social media that said that I am not who I appear to be on TV because I became known as the be kind lady. The truth is, I am that person that you see on TV. I am also a lot of other things. I, sometimes I get sad, I get mad, I, I get anxious, I get frustrated, I get impatient. And I am working on all of that. I am a work in progress. E.T. has learned Ellen herself wrote the almost five-minute apology that was pre-taped last Wednesday in front of a virtual audience. Portia was there too, just off camera. And as Ellen walked off stage, the crew applauded. It was an emotional moment for everyone. I take responsibility for what happens at my show. This is the Ellen DeGeneres Show. I am Ellen DeGeneres. My name is there. My name is there. My name is on underwear. <laughs> A source tells E.T. that on set, Ellen seems more open with staff. The vibe was more positive and enthusiastic. I am so sorry to the people who were affected. The 62-year-old referenced changes at the show that includes the firing of three executive producers and show DJ Twitch's new title. You are now my co-executive producer. <laughs> A lot of things that need to be addressed. We're still going to enlighten the things that need to be enlightened with laughter, love, and light. Today, we are starting a new chapter. Really looking forward to seeing Twitch in his new role. All right, now if you thought that there might not be any Emmy fashion to talk about this year, well, no red carpet, no problem. The fierce fashions from home. You guys, we're getting ready for the Emmys. And who made PJ's glam? Dinner's ready. Plus, do you remember? Only we're with Earth, Wind & Fire. Why they're bringing back their biggest hit. We could have never imagined that this song was going to become the global favorite that mm. it is. 
marvelous Mrs. Maisel star Rachel Brosnahan called her Emmy look pajamas, but make it fashion. <laughs> I love it. You know, the PJs are actually going to be auctioned off for charity. They're custom designed by Christy Rilling, and Rachel paired them with nearly $1,400 satin mules by Roger Vivier. Can we also give props to, this is her husband, Jason, and their dogs, Nikki and Winston. Full family coordination on yeah, the outfit. You've got to coordinate yes. when the Emmys are at home. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Because obviously there was no red carpet this year, but the stars really did still bring the glamour. They did, making it an unforgettable evening of pandemic oh, fashion. <laughs> No carpet, no problem, thanks to these stars. Zendaya gets our award for the best two looks in one night. Check her out, working a purple and black silk taffeta number while presenting, then winning her Emmy in a custom Giorgio Armani gown with giant polka dots and a bejeweled top. Regina King gave us the best red carpet replacement, rocking her sapphire blue Scaparelli gown on a rooftop. And look at the detailing on the high-low skirt. One cannot skip the carpet! Tracy Ellis Ross served best diva moment, pretending there were paps as she showed off her tiered gold Alexander Vautier gown. Her blackish daughter, Yara Shahidi, did a quick teeth check before presenting. Good. Yara stunned in a light pink jeweled Prada gown with black ostrich feathers. And we're giving the 20-year-old our Keeping It Real award for showing us even stars do hair removal. Oh God, okay. Jennifer Aniston is our loungewear inspo, chilling with champagne while wearing a $665 PJ set before slipping into a sleek black Dior dress to present. Back at home later, she switched it up, getting comfy in a silk robe. Jen's bestie, Courtney Cox, also kept it casual during her big cameo, and Queer Eyes Tam France helped pick her outfit. This or option two. Courtney went with the first look. Reese Witherspoon was classic in an LBD by Louis Vuitton. You guys were getting ready for the Emmys. While her Little Fires Everywhere co-star and date Carrie Washington had little flowers everywhere. Carrie's nails matched her Oscar de la Renta dress. She later slipped into a beaded leopard print number by Dolce & Gabbana. And yes, the nails changed too. Mrs. Maisel's Alex Borstein gets the award for being a full-on mood, lounging on her bed in silk lingerie, while Sarah Paulson made it a date, supporting nominee girlfriend Holland Taylor. Hey, it's Issa Rae. I'm at the SoFi Stadium. And Issa Rae gets our award for best after-party dance. Getting down at LA's new SoFi Stadium, the Insecure star paired her bold and bright Sergio Hudson gown with comfy sneakers. Issa, you're winning in the game of life. Uh, more fashion. You know, Earth, Wind & Fire has been on fashion's cutting edge for nearly five decades. Lots of colorful, amazing costumes and a few forgettable fashions. Look, the 80s were tough on everybody, but their music is timeless. It is an important day for Earth, Wind & Fire, the 21st of September, which is very, very important. Do you remember? Hello. 21st night of September. <laughs> Do you remember? 21st night September. Look, you just can't help but sing along when you hear it. And now, this six time platinum song sounds fresher than ever thanks to a new remix. What is it like to have a song that is so iconic that you can bring it back, remix it, and a new generation falls in love with it? Man, well, you know what? We're like pinching our own, our own self. We could have never. Imagine that this song was going to become the, the, the global favorite that mm. it is. 
you know, and we're so blessed that, you know, if you can if you can get one hit, one song that people would know in your career, as Ralph always says, we got a song that the whole world knows. Do you remember the 21st night in September? I want to take you back to last year. You guys were honored at the Kennedy Center. The Jonas Brothers, John Legend, Cynthia Erivo. What was that like and what emotions did that bring up? That was one of the most incredible weekends we've ever had in our whole career. As we dance through the night, you know, they say that receiving the Kennedy Center honor is equivalent to being knighted in the UK. Earth, Wind & Fire music is all over the world. In fact, every one minute and 38 seconds, somewhere on the radio on the planet Earth, an Earth, Wind song is being played. We will live together two other people that can probably make that same statement. That would be Elvis and the Beatles. Oh, yeah. The band played at our E.T. Emmy Bash back in 2005, and tonight there's another three-hour party on their YouTube channel celebrating their legendary music. The DJs are going to come together and just kind of, you know, surprise us and, and do some things that are special. To all the young folks out there, if you do not have Earth, Wind & Fire on your Slow Jams playlist, you're clearly messing around. Just ask Nelly, he knows. That's why he will drop a little EWF when he hits the ballroom on Dancing with the Stars this week. And ET was exclusively inside the rehearsal. We will have that for you tomorrow, but we're a long way from done here tonight. Coming up, the Emmy losers reactions. Who lost but won the internet? Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. It was so much fun watching the winners at the Emmy celebrate because it felt so authentic. But what about the losers? Well, thanks to the nominees all being at home, we got a true glimpse into what they were going through. Comedian Nick Kroll shared what would have been his acceptance speech, except he couldn't stop sobbing. On the other hand, Sterling K. Brown, well, he looked at the brighter side. I got to dress up a little bit. I'm not out too late. I got to go home at a reasonable hour because I got to be at work in the morning. Mrs. Maisel star Alex Borstein got sexy and faked outrage from her bed. And Christina Applegate just lashed a big L next to her hazmat dude. Christina, relax. You're not really a loser. You already have an Emmy for your guest in on Friends. Take care, everybody. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. How you survive, you make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+.